Now, Mr. Turner came out just before Christmas 2014, and uh, two lot of reviews. Uh, Timothy Spall, who plays Joseph Mallard, William Turner, won the Cannes Best Actor Award and loads of others, but never got nominated for an Oscar, which I find kind of weird. I think he got nominated for a lot of um, like costume design Oscars and so on uh, by Mike Lee. Uh, and it tells the story of Turner, which is uh, possibly my favourite painter, a British landscape artist who was immediately very, very talented and quite successful from the go and had a long career and was famous for things like um, seascapes where uh, giant waves at night are pounding boats and stuff like that. And as his career progressed, he became more and more in love with not the actual pictorial reality, but the feeling the weather, the sun, uh, the way that the snow and the rain and the waves and all of those things feel. And he became more and more abstract and those paintings became derided initially. But then were once French Impressionism kicked off, he was sort of seen as a harbinger of Impressionism and, and now is regarded as arguably the greatest uh, landscape painter. And he bequeathed all of his work to the British Empire so that the British public could see them for free in a, a number of galleries around England. Timothy Spall plays a guy and uh, the film's notable for not following a necessarily plot-driven linear structure. It happens over time and it happens in order but it doesn't necessarily follow plot points or stories or that kind of thing. It's episodic looks into the life of Turner and it doesn't focus so much on he met this person here and this happened it focuses more on the man who is very enigmatic and uh, Timothy Spall plays a very curmudgeonly hard to deal with grunting animalistic person who's very off-putting and very hard to deal with and uh, just in his own world virtually the whole time very enigmatic uh, and a nightmare <laughs> Um, it's and for, for me it follows um, his his muse more than anything else. It follows the man and his muse more than it follows historically this happened. Um, it's come under fire in some quarters for that, for not having a structured plot or a story that goes anywhere. But for me that's the biggest high of the film is the fact that it's impressionistic in itself. It can it's very mesmerizing. It contains lots of evocative sort of feelings when you're watching it and identifies of who this man was and why he was so drawn to painting so much and the way he painted but it also shows this curmudgeonly difficult angry person to be very interested in the world and people um, he's got lots of saving graces even though he treated some people terribly he was also very into their lives as well, and he also had other people that he treated very well. And he was very genuine and very honest, very without a filter. Uh, Timothy's sport is spectacular, not nominating for an Oscar, it's just disgusting, really. Um, he's, he's brilliant in the role. Um, if there are shortcomings to this film, I don't agree that it's the, the lack of story. I think Mike Lee's films are, are, are known for the ensemble acting. But the other characters are very much side characters in this film, which is very unusual for him because there are some prominent characters. But other than the guy that plays his dad, they don't really stand out that much and some of them are a bit interchangeable. And um, the other 
elements, some of the... It's very long and some of it is a bit repetitious. I didn't find the overall film to be long. I found sort of individual sequences to either kind of repeat other ones or or to drag a little. But overall, I found it a mesmerising and beautiful film. The cinematography is wonderful, thankfully, uh, by Dick Pope. And he's won a few awards for that as well. I think he won at Cannes as well. So I really recommend it. It's, it does have some shortcomings. Um, but I thought that it was a very sort of almost cerebral movie. Uh, and it did move me as well. So I'd give Mr. Turner warts and all, which he certainly had, eight and a half out of ten a year late. 